Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. It's Barbecue Nation with JT on a Northwest Lifestyle Weekend. Now here's JT on FM News 101. Hey everybody, good afternoon and welcome to the nation. That would be the Barbecue Nation on KXL here in Portland and the Radio Northwest Network. I'm JT along with Miss Kayleen and uh, welcome to our show. Last week we had uh, John Nilgus on. Uh, He was the reserve world champion from the Jack Daniels. This week we are honored to have our newly crowned world champion, Tuffy Stone from Cool Smoke Barbecue in Richmond, Virginia. Tuffy has uh, quite a resume. Not only is he a multiple world champion pit master, he's also a classically trained chef, an entrepreneur, a TV host, uh, husband, father, everything else. I don't know what he he has spare time for, but uh, we're going to talk to Tuffy and learn all about him here in a second. So it's the nation. It's low and slow and fast, and it's all about barbecue cooking and fun. So let's get going here. Tuffy Stone, welcome to Barbecue Nation. How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing great, bud. I'm doing great. So you're the big winner now. For our, as I said in the intro, this is your second time with the crown on from the Jack. You know, it's uh, it's just to hear you say that. I still can't believe it. <laughs> you know, it's every it's every uh, competition pitmaster's dream to be able to get invited to go cook in the holler in the fourth weekend in October in Lynchburg, Tennessee, and. 2000, we all go there trying to have the cook of a lifetime. Sure. You've got cooks from uh, all over the world. You've got the best pit masters out there, and everybody's trying to have that dream cook and, and, and hope that they can win the jack. Well, you did. That's a, <laughs> that's a big deal. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Well, I, I want to start kind of back a little bit with your with your personal history here. So people can get to know you out here on the West Coast a little bit. Um, you, you do. You were trained, um, kind of as a classic chef there in Richmond. How does that help you with your um, with your barbecue and your smoking and stuff? Well, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a long story. So I'll try and condense it a little bit. But you're right. I started off uh, doing an apprenticeship under a French chef here in Richmond, Elaine Vincey, at a restaurant called La Maisonette back in 1987 while I was going to college. And, you know, Alain had the, probably the best French restaurant in Richmond, and it was very small. And I had to get my foot in the door there by volunteering to work for free initially. And, and I worked my way up the ranks to his partner and his sous chef. When I got into competition barbecue, which was in 2004, I'd been cooking a very long time. And and when I got into barbecue, Jeff, I thought, 
thought to myself, well, I was at a point with my business that my wife and I had uh, our catering company called a sharper palate and, and it had grown and, and our staff was, was, had, had, I was managing the business more than I was cooking. And, and mm-hmm. I had this kind of like yearning as a, as a chef and a cook to get reconnected with cooking in some way. And I wanted to learn a new format. And for whatever reason in my mind, it was to get a barbecue pit, get some hickory and try and coax something great out of a modest cut of meat, like a pork butt or a beef brisket. Sure. Thinking with my culinary background that I would be able to, uh, you know, figure this out and it wasn't going to be too hard. The reality was barbecue was, it, it was so intoxicating to me. It was so humbling. It was, it was incredible because, you know, no one's no one's afraid to pronounce barbecue. No one's afraid to say it. Uh, everybody's invited to the table uh, in barbecue. It, do, it doesn't discriminate. And 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 there were so many things about barbecue that on the outside it, it seems and feels so approachable and 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 simple. But the reality was barbecue was as hard of uh, of a food to make as anything that I had ever made. But when I to answer your question, when I first got into barbecue, I was like, you know what? White truffle salt will be really good on brisket, uh, and it is. Demi-gloss would be very good on brisket, and it is. But don't don't bring that to somebody expecting barbecue. And and I had to step back and and learn barbecue and learn what people expected when they think of eating barbecue. And 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 it was through that process that I that I, I kind of unlearned a lot of the things. And, and just try to really figure out barbecue and the essence of it and smoke and fire and, and getting these meats to tender. And once I kind of figured that out, then I was able to bring the culinary training that I'd had before that and, and use parts of those, those things that I've learned sure. to cook really good barbecue. And, and, but I, but I, but I had to, I had to step back first and say, look, you know, and, and, and how you define barbecue on the West Coast and how someone defines barbecue in Texas and how someone de- uh, defines barbecue in Alabama and Virginia, there's nuance, there's differences, but there's also some some common ground, you know, smoke, the flavor of the meats themselves, the texture of barbecue, uh, the moisture, salt, pepper. There's there's certain things that I believe are universal, and, and I just... I've studied it hard. I went off the barbecue deep end here now for about the last, uh, oh, 11 years or so. <laughs> well, that's okay, but I find it fascinating that you say that in my, in my life experiences. I think you do. I mean, I was, I grew up cooking in a kitchen, much like you were just talking about. And then when, when I was in my 20s, I started, well, I can do this barbecue stuff. It's pretty easy. Well, then after you trash a few hundred dollars worth of meat, you kind of figure out that you're not doing it probably properly. That's right. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated to hear other people's stories about that, that have, you know, that have climbed to the top in the barbecue world. So how do you, Tuffy Stone, you've, you've got a catering business, you've got restaurants, you, you host a TV show on Discover America, you do those types of things, but how do you prepare when you're going to something like the Jack, um, mentally, physically, whatever, what's your process on that? You know, that's probably as much about the, it's the answers to that question that are probably the real story 
behind probably some of the good fortune that we, that I've had on the circuit. I don't get to cook as many contests at this day uh, currently as I as I once did. The Jack this year made the seventh contest that I had competed in. There were teams there that by the end of this year will will have cooked 40 contests. When you're cooking that often, uh, it becomes uh, effortless, and and you don't have to. It just it's it it becomes such smooth movements. And so for me, because of all the the other uh, things that I have going on in my life, when I leave to go to a contest, I know I'm leaving work. I'm I'm probably missing my son's lacrosse game or basketball game. Uh, there's money, uh, the expense of doing it. And so I try to, my goal is to go to this, this contest and turn in four entries that I feel like are the best examples of how I know how to cook barbecue. And so for the, but when you're cooking a world championship, uh, for me, I, I, I even get more in that zone. And, and so there's so many steps to what I do in my preparations. I power wash my pit before every contest. I hand cut my wood, which is a very involved process. My rubs are fresh. My sauce is fresh. My knives are sharp. Uh, all of my tools are, are accounted for. They're prepared. I, I know what time I'm going to put my meat on. I, I will go to a contest sometimes with ideas of adjustments. So we had cooked the Royal the American Royal two weeks before the Jack. We did very well that weekend. We were second runner-up in the American Royal Invitational. We were thir uh, third runner-up in the Open out of 616. But both of those days, my ribs weren't as tender as they needed to be. And there were there were certain critiques uh, and, and adjustments that I felt like I wanted to make at the Jack uh, that were based on my cooking the Royal. And, and so I went to the Royal. I mean, excuse me, I went to the Jack. I got there a day earlier. I was going to have a lot of, through some brands that I work with and I have uh, partnerships with, some family members. I had a writer that was going to be with me that weekend. I had a lot of additional people in the Cool Smoke camp that I normally don't have. And so I, my dad and I left a day earlier than normal. And so during that drive, I really think through my processes. I think about my cook and, and what, and I get into that zone in the drive. And then getting there earlier before everybody else, we were able to get our site perfectly set up, everything organized. And and, and then I had a balance in my schedule uh, to try and, and be a, a host, a good host to sure. the individuals that were going to be in my camp that weekend because of the show on Destination America. I have lots of uh, fans and friends that come by and, and want to talk and take pictures and, and, and to try and do that dance and then have a good cook. Yeah, uh, it's a bit of a challenge. Tuffy, we got to take a break, but we're going to we're going to finish this when we come back on Barbecue Nation with Tuffy Stone, reigning world champion. Don't go away. It's full flavored radio, Barbecue Nation with JT on FM News 101. Hey, welcome back to the nation. That would be the Barbecue Nation here on KXL and the Radio Northwest Network. I'm JT along with Miss Kayleen in the studio today. And we've got reigning world champion Tuffy Stone from uh, the Jack on us. But before that, if you're listening to this show today, which is Saturday, 
the 7th. You've only got a couple hours left to get down to uh, Hometown Hearth and Grill because they're having their Regency Fall Sale. Now you say, well, what does that have to do with barbecue? Not much, but it's fireplace inserts, and uh, they save you money, they save you time, they save uh, on your energy costs there, and they have the classical styled wood or pellet stove in your home for heating. They have the gas ones, and all that's happening this afternoon over at Hometown Hearth and Grill over there on... um, 9801 Southeast 82nd. You can't miss it. It's, it's a cool little store. It looks like a little house when you go in there. And they've got all, and it's just ruck chuck full of grills and smokers and fireplace inserts. It's it's really cool. So, you know, go over there and say hi to everybody. Uh, welcome back now to Tuffy Stone, who won the Jack. And, well, he's won more than that. I mean, he's, if you look at his, if you go to his website, which is coolsmoke.com, or coolsmokebarbecue.com, excuse me. And you look at everything that Tuffy's done uh, just from 2012 forward, it's quite an impressive list. If you go all the way back to 2007, which takes two pages to print off, I can tell you that, uh, he's done. He's done 157 contests, 38 grand championships, 21 reserve grand championships, 91 top fives, 124 top tens. Uh, I'd say... That's pretty good. So anyway, we were talking with Tuffy before we went to break about getting prepared to go. And so I'm just going to let you pick it up right where you left off, Tuffy, if you want to, because that's really good stuff for our listeners out there. Well, you know, Jeff, as I was saying, you know, so much uh, I think that it takes to to really cook the best barbecue, perfect barbecue is, 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 is being prepared, being organized. All the things that I said that I did for the Jack, look, there was, I think there was 90-some teams down there all dreaming of trying to be the 2015 27th annual Jack Daniels Barbecue World Champion, and, and, and there was a lot of focus down there. I had a lot of distractions going on. I was able to close the lid on four entries that I was pleased with. We have to turn in both dark meat and white meat for chicken at the Jack. Then you turn in uh, ribs, pork, and brisket. I I had, I, and I'm not the guy that, usually if you come up to me and say, how was your food, Tuffy? I'll say, well, this was good, this wasn't. I'm not the guy that will usually say categorically, I was happy with all four of my meats. But on that particular day, Saturday in, in Lynchburg, Tennessee, my chicken was really, really good. I made adjustments on my chicken from the year before. I, I made some adjustments on the doneness from from some observations from cooking at the rule. It was pretty boxed. It all fit in there nicely. The sauce was set set just right. The doneness was right. The flavor was good. The ribs were really, really delicious. I, I missed reserve grand champion at both the invitational and the open at the rule by uh, a half a point, oh and both days my ribs were a little uh, less tender than I think is perfect. So I said, I'm going to make sure my ribs are tender for the jack. That box was good. Probably walked a little bit too soon. Had a gorgeous pork box and was really pleased with the brisket. And off we went to awards, and uh, I had a lot of friends and, and all these people I was telling you about earlier that were with me. And I'm just – I don't I don't like the awards usually. I, I, I put so much into – my cook, uh, mental, uh, emotional, uh, physical, all those things. And then to have a big group of 
fans around you that are that are thinking that's the best barbecue I've ever had. I'm always worried that we're going to disappoint, and so there's little little pressure going into the awards. Sure. Do you do you find that I was before we started the show today? I was talking to Kayleen about this, and we were talking about the holidays coming up. Now this doesn't have anything to do in particular with barbecue, but it has something to do with the mental aspect between the the TV shows I'll do. Uh, the personal appearance commitments and those type of things, let alone my own stuff at, you know, say Christmas or Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I just as soon have a bowl of chicken gumbo soup by the time it's done than, than look at another, you know, something to cook. I mean, I, I get that. <laughs> I, does that make sense to you? I mean, it does to me. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> you know, I, I love cooking barbecue, but at the end of the day, my favorite meal is probably a, a nice grilled steak, a big Caesar salad, and a chewy red wine. There you go. There you go. So let's get back to what – now let's talk a little bit in particular about um, how you prep your meat real quickly here. We've got, sure. about three, we've got about three minutes left or so in this segment. So when you're going to do uh, – the meat of choice out here, if you will, is is a brisket, okay? And everybody wants to know how to cook a brisket, and, and we talk about it ad infinitum. But one of the things that people, they do out here, but they don't do it as much as, as you guys do in the eastern states and southern states, is they don't work with pork as much as you guys do. So if, you're, if I gave you a pork butt and said, Tuffy, what are you going to, you know, tell me how you prepare this. You don't have to tell me your secret ingredients or anything. Sure, just, just how you prep it. Well, I think there's two there's two there's two ways to speak to it. One would be on the competition circuit and what does well there. But really, your listener, you, we got we got you got barbecuers uh, from all over that would want to cook great barbecue in their backyard. So what I would say to somebody that wants to cook really delicious uh, pulled pork or, or pork shoulder or uh, pork butt in the backyard is uh, first of all. Come up with a rub. Most rubs will have uh, salt and sugar, uh, paprika, cumin, onion powder, garlic powder, uh, different types of peppers. Put a liberal amount of that rub on there. I let my rub sit on there for about seven hours in in a refrigerated state, and that allows that rub just to kind of like uh, sink in and dissolve a little bit and bring in some flavor penetration. If you want to do an injection, that's a great way to to bring in some additional flavor deep inside uh, that big cut of meat. And then, you know, I'm cooking at 275 degrees. It's a Northwest Lifestyle Weekend. Now, with Barbecue Nation, here's JT on FM News 101. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation. We've got Tuffy Stone with us today, but there's a couple of things I want to do very quickly before we get back to talking to Tuffy. I want to say hi to a couple of our affiliates, KFLS down in Klamath Falls and KBKR in Baker City. We have got Veterans Day coming up this week, and I know Tuffy's a veteran. Um, Thank them if you see one, if you know one, if your father's a veteran or your uncle or something like that. Uh, If you see somebody in uniform on the street, just say thanks to them. They'll appreciate it. You can email us at barbecuenation at kxl.com if you have a recipe uh, for me. You can do recipes at kxl.com. And we have one little thing here. Uh, Painted Hills Natural Beef is a proud sponsor of the Quack Shack at the Oregon Ducks home games. 
that's where I am actually as this show is playing. And uh, Painted Hills has no hormones, no antibiotics, no preservatives, no styrofoam, no Volkswagens, no nothing like that. It's a beef like your grandpa used to make. That's Painted Hills natural beef. Hey, Tuffy, did you read in the news the other day that they found that back in, uh, at Stonehenge over in England that they'd been, they had barbecues about 4,000 years ago? I read that, but it doesn't surprise me a bit because it's big fun, and this is uh, this is one of the beginning forms of cooking, cooking over fire, and 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 having to, uh, yeah. So it does, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, in fact, I've I've uh, emailed uh, Dr. Oliver Craig, and uh, the archaeologist that that does uh, has been doing the research on that. He goes around and digs up proteins in the dirt and stuff, and figures out what people ate thousands of years ago. But he was, it's a whole article about it, but I'm going to see if I can get him on the show. It would be fun. So let's, let's <laughs> that will be fun. That will be fun. Can you imagine the parties they had? There's a bunch of dru- <laughs> druids running around. There and, probably wasn't a whole lot much, uh, uh, much else to do back then. Probably not. Probably not. I don't know if they were, they'd probably what, drink mead? Did they have mead in those days? Sorry for my dogs. Oh, that's okay. Probably mead in a early form of beer or something they drank, I imagine. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, back to you. We're talking about your pork butts and cooking those. And uh, I'm not sure our listeners got the very last part of it. So let's go over that again. You get it up to 190, 195 degrees. Is that what you're saying? I'm just going to keep it simple. Put put your rub on your pork butt. And, and generally speaking, let that rub sit on there for anywhere from four to seven hours uh, to let that flavor kind of penetrate a little bit. Uh, and if you want to inject it, inject it at that time as well. Put it in your refrigerator in a pan. Prepare your, your whatever you're cooking it on. Get it to 275 degrees. After one hour of cooking it, spritz with good apple juice. But keep it, uh, keep cooking it at 275 degrees for four hours unwrapped, spraying occasionally with apple juice. Just keep some moisture on there. Mm-hmm. Then at that point, wrap it in aluminum foil. Return it back to your cooker. Cook it for probably another three hours or until the internal temperature of that pork butt gets to about 190 to 195 degrees. Let the pork rest for uh, an hour or two. You can can put it in a cooler. And then when ready to serve, just uh, go in there with some uh, gloved hands and and pull it. And you might want to apply some more seasoning and some sauce, depending on what your preference is. Sure. No, I think that's that's great advice. Well, of course it's great advice. It's from the world champion. But I, <laughs> I, 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 you know, people just they don't do that much. I did. Um, I smoked one. In fact, Kayleen's got some lunch sitting over here that I made. I did a little uh, pork roast the other day. It was a pork sirloin roast. I smoked it and then um, I kind of let it set and rest and do the things we're talking about. And then last night we never ate it. Mm. So last night, we actually, I cut it up and I made this kind of a fajita mix out of it. So that'll be interesting for her. I thought it was good, but we'll see what happens. Well, uh, you know, the thing about with uh, a big cut, like a pork butt or something like that is, unless you got a big family, there's always going to be leftovers. Uh, you can bring it to your neighbors uh, or you can turn it into other types of dishes uh, throughout the next few days after you make it. Oh, sure. So you want to play the lightning round with us? Uh, sure, I'm willing. Okay, that's okay. We got to get some Mission Impossible music here, okay? Okay, Tuffy Stone, this is your lightning round. We kind of, if you know, you know, you've already talked about some of this stuff, so just go ahead and answer it real quick. What is your preferred heat source when you're smoking or barbecuing? Hickory. Okay. 
you marinade or no marinade? Uh, no marinade, but rubbing and jack or brine. Okay. Then I, so I don't have to ask the next one. It says with or without alcohol. Alcohol. It doesn't mean for you. It means for the marinade. So. <laughs> no, no alcohol. Okay. Do you have a favorite cut of meat? Uh, in barbecue or in uh, any cut? Any cut. I love a big ribeye. Okay. What is the optimum aging time in your mind for beef? Uh, the, the beef I usually cook is aged 28 days, but I've pushed it as far as 45 and 50 days wet age. Okay. Anything you can't or won't smoke besides Jello? Uh, I'm, I'm going to stay away from rattlesnake. Okay, that a boy. If we made you czar a barbecue for one week, what would you decree? I decreed that uh, every day is uh, good for cooking outside. It's not. It's not made through. It's not Memorial Day through Labor Day. It's uh, it's all year long as, as long as you uh, as long as you can get out there and get the grill. Atta boy. What's the best day for Tuffy Stone contained for activities away from the restaurants and the catering? Repeat the question. I said, what does the best day for Tuffy Stone contain for activities, but away from your business? I mean, your personal days. Uh, you know, I love to go and watch my son Sam do uh, lacrosse and basketball. It's, a, it's amazing how exciting the uh, sport. He's 15 years old, so uh, a day watching that is great. A uh, good day on the river catching smallmouth would be a, a, a close second. There you go. Um if you had a choice of anybody in the world, who would you like to have cook for you? Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, Thomas Keller, that, uh, he'd be, uh, he'd be, uh, I love, I, would, I love what Thomas Keller does. So oh. uh, I'd like to have Thomas Keller cook. Okay. Is there one thing you wish you'd never eaten? One thing I wish I'd never eaten. Uh, that would have probably been one of my best friends growing up. Uh, his, his mom, uh, she would make breakfast, and uh, there was always shells and eggs. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> What's your favorite beverage? Oh, uh, probably the go-to is water, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of a cold IPA and or a delicious bourbon. There you go. Um, favorite band or musical group? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna show my age now. Uh, oh, who who would be? Uh, I don't know. There are so many. I, I've I've gone from liking rock and roll to to, to great country. Uh, Hank Williams, you know Johnny Cash. Sure, they they'd be great. That's good. Okay, only two left. Uh, boxers or briefs? boxers a boy and best advice you can give in 25 words or less to backyard grillers uh cook it till it's tender uh don't 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 worry if it's uh if it's taking too long treat smoke like salt and pepper uh and and if, if your meat is getting too dark use aluminum foil uh or or butcher paper or something like that if you're cooking in an indirect offset uh, to, to protect it, to shield it from the smoke. But but cook it till it's tender and have fun. Well, thanks for playing the lightning round, Tuffy. But that, that leads me to another question outside of the lightning round to you. How many times have you seen and gone and probably even in competition in your areas 
work because I've judged a few competitions out here. Now I'm not a KCBS judge or anything like that, but I, I get invited as kind of a celebrity judge once in a while. Sometimes that meat is just tougher than hell. And it's like, did you really, yeah. you really cook this? Or it's, what? Uh, you know, you, you, you were talking about brisket earlier. Yeah. And uh, the brisket, more, more people, more people undercook brisket for the first time. These are all working muscles. Uh, they're the tougher cuts. And you've got to cook them for, uh, you got to break down those collagens to render them to a state of tenderness. And so you just, it just takes time. Oh, Absolutely. We're going to take another break, and we're going to be back and finish up the show with my new friend, Tuffy Stone, world champion from the Jack, among other things. Very talented and busy man. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. Barbecue Nation with Jeff Tracy. Welcome back to the nation. That would be Barbecue Nation here on the Radio Northwest Network and home based here in Portland out of KXL News Radio. Um, I was going to tell you, Kayleen, and we've talked about this before, obviously, real quick. Why do more people, barbecue enthusiasts, of course, choose Bear Mountain barbecue pellets? Uh, I can tell you it's because they're so popular out here. It's because of the way they're made. Uh, they produce a light kind of delicate smoke. They do not overtake the and overbear, I guess you would, the smoking flavor that you're putting in. They have apple and hickory and cherry or whatever type of finish you want on your um, on your float, on your smoke. I can't talk today for some reason. Sorry about that. They have a proper mixture of the base wood and the flavor wood, and they don't use any enhancements, no glue, that kind of stuff. Uh, so that's not going to fuss up with your barbecue, and it's not something you have to worry about, you know, eating. So um, next time you're looking for barbecue pellets, go to the BearMountainForestProducts.com. Um, I use them myself. So there you go. There are out, most of the barbecue shops here in the Portland metro area and around the state. So Bear Mountain Forest Products, that would be Bear Mountain Barbecue Pellets. We're going to finish up our, with our conversation with Tuffy Stone here, current world champion. Tuffy, what's next on the agenda for you? Well, I've got a, a, a cooking uh, class that I'm teaching next weekend here in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, that class is full. Followed by the next weekend, I'll be going and doing an event that my uh, friend Myron Mixon's putting on. It'll be at the final race in Homestead, Florida, called Racing at uh, or Smoking at the Track. And there'll be 10 teams uh, competing against each other for a purse there. And then in December, I've been invited by my good friend Sterling Ball to go out and compete in another invitational contest called King of the Smokers. And in, uh, in one of the prettiest settings that I've ever been to for any kind of event in La Quinta, California. And that'll round out the year for, for this year for barbecue. I get to go 
in February and teach barbecue in Australia. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Hey, I've been to Australia three times. Um, all I can say is sometimes it was a long airplane flight back to L.A. and then up to here. <laughs> but I had a ball, and, and they they taught me a couple of things. They taught me how to the way they cook oysters um, on the grill down there. And, uh, it was fast. I've been using it ever since. And that's been 15 years ago and, um, have them teach you that. Cause they use a little Worcestershire and some other little, I, I just was at an event this weekend where we grilled the oysters. Uh, my dad was doing that when I was a kid growing up in Lynchburg, uh, Virginia, we would just throw them on the Weber and grill them until they popped open. Yep. Yep. Well, this one, they actually buy the ones there that they're already done and they just use the shells or they, they they, they clean them if they're already, if they're still in the shell. Anyway, they take them and they rinse them. They put some Worcestershire in there and some and some garlic and stuff. They put the oyster back in, and then they will put. Uh, they have a couple of seasonings down there that we really don't have up here. And then they'll put some um, chopped up green onions, what they call bacon, which is basically ham. And then they put it on the grill. And when the uh, the ham turns, starts to turn like it's almost like it would if you were broiling it or something. That's when they pull mm-hmm. them off and eat them. Man, they're good. Ooh. And I'm not a big, I'm not a big oyster fan uh, on that, but uh, those are those are really good. Well, Tuffy, uh, your congratulations Thank first you, Jeff. first of all on your wins, and I know you're a very very busy guy, uh, but thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Don't hang up. I, but no, uh, I won't. But I appreciate you uh, having me on the show, and I uh, look forward to seeing you out there on the barbecue trail. I'll I'll be out there. You can guarantee that, and uh, probably trip over each other one of these days. You never know when we're cooking. <laughs> when we're when we're cooking oysters. A couple things I got to take care of here before we leave today. Uh, Painted Hills again is a proud sponsor of the Quack Shack at the Oregon Ducks home game. If you're listening to this driving down the freeway right now, stop by uh, Autzen Stadium if you can find a parking spot. Come over and see me. I'm there at the Quack Shack, and we're doing some uh, we're doing some sirloin kind of skirt steaks today, which kind of interesting it's going to be a lot of fun we're going to do that i'd like to thank tuffy stone for being with us today um i'm going to post his website and stuff on the kxl site and also the cowboy cook site i'm going to do that and uh don't forget to stop by barclays too once in a while if you're down in woodburn take a say hi to them i'd like to thank miss kayleen today and all of our affiliates ryan's in the bullpen warming up well he's actually on a bar stool warming up and uh i'm jeff tracy we'll see you next week on barbecue nation Thank you.